God is the author of truth, and we bear God's image most when we walk in and believe truth. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Today's word is aletheia. In John chapter 17, verses 14 through 17, in the high priestly prayer of Jesus, Jesus prays to the Father, I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. The word I want to pull out here is the word truth. Aletheia occurs 109 times in our Greek New Testament. It means truth, but it's a very three-dimensional kind of truth. It's not merely fact, right? It's not truth in terms of what is or what isn't on a piece of paper mathematically. No, this is truth in terms of reality. Whatever is true, then, must be consistent with what is objectively and universally real in God's world. This requires that God speak and communicate this truth to us. While our Creator has given us the capacity to discern between right and wrong and fact from fiction, we are nowhere near capable of dispensing absolute truths ourselves or the kind of divine reality that we are taught in God's Word. And this is precisely why his word is called holy. This is why the the word of God, the Bible, is so beneficial to those who obey it. This is why, according to Hebrews chapter 4, God's word is, quote, living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to pierce to the division of soul and of spirit, joints and marrow, in discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And this kind of understanding of the Bible is what compels the Apostle Paul to charge young Pastor Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2 to do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. But aletheia is even more than divine ideas or words that we believe. Truth is about how we live. According to the Thayer's Greek lexicon, truth is, quote, a mode of life that is in harmony with divine truth. Twice in his epistles, John stresses this aspect of truth. In 1 John, he writes, If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. In 2 John, he writes, I rejoice greatly to find some of your children walking in the truth. And so the truth is something that we believe, yes, but it's also something we practice and walk in. But what does this look like? Wouldn't it be great if we had this modeled for us to see just how the propositional and the practical aspects of truth play out? Enter Christ, who claimed to be, among other things, the truth and of whom John writes in his gospel is full of grace and truth. If this three-dimensional truth is difficult to grasp, we need not look any further than the person of Jesus. Who he is, what he spoke, and how he lived all flowed perfectly and beautifully from truth with a capital T. 
As the co-creator of the world, we would expect nothing less from him. But once again, he is our guide to believing and behaving according to truth, according to what is objectively and universally real. In John chapter 18, Pilate says something really fascinating. He says to Jesus, so you are a king? And Jesus answers, you say that I am king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Jesus concludes by saying this, everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice, to which Pilate replies, what is truth? This is a question, in a way it's the question, that people and people groups have been asking since the very beginning. After all, truth is the very basis of purpose and meaning. But something tragic has happened in our day. We have stopped asking Pilate's question, what is truth? Gone are the days of the modern era when objectivity, antithesis, and reason ruled the day. And we have just recently slipped past a postmodern era where truth was popularized by being relative to where we are today in a post-truth era, where truth is neither objective or subjective, but unimportant altogether. Ours is an age of feeling and emotion, an age of ever-vacillating individualism that is almost entirely detached from God's universal reality. But this is an empty way to live, and no matter what the cultural trends are, the soul will always ask, what is truth? And so how do you answer Pilate's question? What is truth? Truth is not something we can define ourselves. It does not come from inside of us. It is much bigger and of far greater consequence than our feelings and sentiments. God is the author of truth, and we bear God's image most when we walk in and believe truth. It is not just better than other philosophies. It's the only way to live that is real and that really works. Only God's truth gives true happiness, freedom, joy, peace, and only the truth of the gospel can save. Carl Truman, the author of The Rise and Triumph of the Modern Self, writes something worthy of our closing challenge and consideration here. He writes, In short, the church still needs prophets those who will not capitulate to the latest trendy winds that are blowing across the theological desert, but who will also not sit and be smug and self-satisfied with the status quo. You don't have to buy the stark alternatives that the gurus of the evangelical left and the ayatollahs of the evangelical right try to sell you. The church needs neither trendy lightweights nor reactionary mullahs. She needs those who know God's truth and who love the church to speak the truth to her in love in a manner that may well be disturbing and hard at times, but will call the church to be that which she was intended, a witness to the justice and mercy of God manifest in Christ for the salvation of the nations, end quote. So may we walk in, believe, and boldly proclaim aletheia theu, or the truth of God.